socialites. Welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, the podcast where we study being social by being social. Literally about to quit my job to become a songstress because clearly I can sing, as you guys just uh, heard. Just kidding. Bill me if I owe you for the appointment with the audiologist that you now have to make for the singing that I just made you sit through. Couple things, go ahead and text me the word pod to get in my little podcast texting group where we kiki chit chat and do all the things. The number for that is 1-313-251-1036. Text me the word pod, you go straight in my little podcast group and we can do all of the things. One more thing to tell you, last night, was the Back to School Virtual Comedy Show. It was great. If you came, thanks for coming. If you didn't, we'll see you next time. I'm not judging you, sister, but we'll see you next time. I did a merch super sale during it that's still going on right now, only for audience members of the show. But since you're a loyal podcast listener and it's only up for one more day, I'll give you the promo code too. If you use the promo code back to school, that's all lowercase, no space, back to school, 50% off your entire order. That includes shush fans, baby. That's right. You heard that? That's a shush fan. Go ahead and get yours. You can get the merch by visiting www.shopmrdtimes3.com. That's shopmrdtimes3.com. Everything in there is 50% off, 50% off your entire order using the promo code back to school, all lowercase, no space. Listen, you guys, TikTok is blowing my mind. First of all, Morgan and I both spend countless, countless hours per night on TikTok. Sometimes I'm sitting there questioning what is happening because we'll look up after about an hour and be like, you still there? You still on the other end of the couch? Yep, me too. Go right back into TikTok land. It's sad. However, I do also notice that Morgan and I have a lot more inside jokes running around our house now that are all TikTok oriented. There's this dad on there who had his five-year-old filming him as he danced. And while he was filming his dad, the kid was like, great, awesome, good job, dad. So now Morgan and I do that to each other when we're like cooking or working out or whatever. It's pretty funny. It's cute. We're a cute little couple. It's cute. TikTok is kind of like divided into sectors though. And people say like you enter into this new realm of TikTok. Like if you're a teacher, you would say, Oh, I'm involved in teacher TikTok, maybe. And then a lot of teacher shit comes up on your For You page. Or if you're like a chef or into cooking and food, you'd be into like food TikTok and like a lot of food would come up. I am in food TikTok. It's like my cheating from being a salad bitch. I just go on food TikTok and salivate for hours. But what's blowing my mind, you guys would never guess this, prison TikTok prison TikTok. You go on TikTok and all of a sudden you'll get this video that pops up on your For You page and it's literally someone in jail who filmed a TikTok in jail and posted it in jail and got a bunch of likes. I'm over here like, 
is the warden drinking on the job? Like what's what? How? How is this possible? I have a very small perception of what jail is like. And I'm basing all of that off of what I learned on Orange is the New Black. Probably not the best representation, but based off of what I'm seeing on TikTok, Orange is the New Black is not that far off. I watched a woman smuggle a cell phone in through her vagina, and apparently that happens in real life because there's real life prison TikTok. Mind blown. Literally half my skull just opened up and my brain was like, this is crazy. And then it just closed back again. Prison TikTok. Can't believe it. I also saw one of the cutest sort of neurotic things I've ever seen in my life. It was a baby husky. And he was, he had his mouth like latched on to his cage. And he was just jumping backwards going, So I just wrote on the comment, I was like, you bought a husky. They gave you a raccoon because this thing was going crazy in his cage. But it was hilarious. I probably watched it like 15 times. TikTok is addicting, but it is bringing me so much joy. The comedy on TikTok, sometimes you get some like gut busting shit on TikTok and it's great. And I found one. This guy, his name's Casey Hamilton. He was a teacher up until a week ago, blew up on TikTok. Why? Because Lizzo shared his TikTok because he was making Lizzo laugh so hard. That's crazy. Now he's got like 4 million followers on TikTok and is pursuing his dreams in entertainment. I'm like, welcome, baby. Welcome to the entertainment world. Here we go. Uh, Reached out to him. He was like, yo, I'm already a fan. I'm like, this is crazy. I'm a fan of your too. Invited him on the TikTok. Got him here for you today. Casey Hamilton, some people call him Hammy on the TikTok. Great guy, does the most incredible voiceover work. You guys are going to love him. I'm not even going to say anymore. Here he is, the Social Studies Podcast, getting social with Casey Hamilton. Try to catch me howling at the moon. From his car in a random parking lot in Virginia, it's Mr. Casey Hamilton. Whoa, that's crazy. My name just came out of your mouth. (laughs) How are you? I am. uh, Today was my first day as a free man. (laughs) As a free man. Um, Okay, but, but where are you coming from? Yes, I'm from Florida. I was a teacher. I was a high school teacher in Florida. But, I, where, but like, where are you currently coming from? Like you're in Virginia. So where, where were you? Where were you I was at another creator's house. We became best friends. It's a K temps is her name on TikTok at K temps. And we just became the best of friends through TikTok and through like the last trip that I did, I met her on and we just are inseparable. So Isn't it first, crazy how you can like meet people online, but you like, you know them, but you don't actually know them. And then the first time you meet yes. them, you're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of instances like that on the last trip where I met people and, and it was like, it feels like we've known each other for longer, but we haven't, but we have. It's the most bizarre thing in the world. It's happened to me with countless people. Like Morgan, my partner and I will be somewhere and he's like, how do you know them? I'm like, okay, but like, but I actually have known them for three years, but this is like the first time I've actually met them. <laughs> I have um, I have a girl in Australia that when I was like 19, we were madly in love. 
and then we fell out and we somehow have kept up communication and now we're like good friends but we've never met in person isn't that crazy it's weird how that is a reality and it's try explaining that to like my mom right and she's she's like 50 she's not even a, a boomer and she would not get that you're gonna be on tour soon i'm sure you'll have chances to meet all of your fans from all over the world i hope okay so let's go back into this a little bit for those of you who aren't familiar which i'm pretty sure all of you are casey hamilton four point something million followers on <laughs> tiktok but here's the tea before the TikTok, he was a teacher. Okay, talk to me about this. So you, um, what did what did you teach and where? I taught TV productions technology, which okay. is essentially yes, nine through twelve. I had them all. It was a performing arts credit. Before I came in, it was like a an easy A. You just came in and you learned about movies and TV, and you got your grade. But I wanted to make it a bit more academic and. What I wanted to have at the end of like my tenure there was like a film studio in a high school. That's what I wanted. Um, but essentially, it was a class on how to learn how to edit in Adobe Premiere and how to make dumb videos for social media, like YouTube, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok. We were making videos for those formats because social media is just that media. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the I new. Just, it's the it's where things are going. Yeah, it's it is it's actually where things are, if yeah, you will. Yeah. I think it's awesome that you were teaching them that. Yes, I loved it. So you taught for three years. Yes. And then along your journey, you always, like you you wanted to be an entertainer. You went into teaching. I was supposed to go to college for theater at the University of Florida. I got accepted. I had to audition, but I turned in my application to the college in September. The auditions were in January. I thought I was going to be in psychology. Things change. Admission said they would talk to theater. Nobody talked to anybody. So I was just like, whatever, screw it. I'll be a teacher, I guess. And so I went to a different college and that's just sort of how that happened. So there was always a want to be a star. Uh, <laughs> but I guess I just had to wait. It was, you know, I was focused on teaching, building my program. Then the quarantine hit and I had all this free time, which mm-hmm. everybody did now had all this free time in their lap and so many people got to explore what makes them happy. And I was just like, well, what do we do? We make videos. So let's make videos. And I had already been doing those type of videos on my Snapchat feed for years, years. I had like 300 people at any given time watching my Snapchat story, just posting stupid stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm all right with that. Never did I think that it could be translated to such a wide audience. So, okay, I want to get into that. But before we do, you didn't just like choose teaching because it was like the next thing. Like you were very, you're very good at it. And I've seen videos of you teaching and you ha- you definitely have, you know, you're skilled in both professions you're, and you're just amazing with your students. So I know that it was still like something you enjoyed. Like what was your main motivation for going into teaching and staying at teaching? I have a ridiculous amount of teachers in my family. My... Mother works at the same high school that I teach at. She got her degree when I was in school. Like she was a stay-at-home mother, got her teaching degree again. My grandmother was a librarian at my elementary school for like 15 years. Aunts, uncles, my grandfather was an administrator. There's just a lot of people in education. I've just been surrounded by that world. And then I got into my education classes, intro to ed, technology in ed. And I, I figured as I was going through these classes, I was like, okay. 
this is something that I could potentially do. And thrive. And thrive. But I think the biggest thing is I've always had a reverence for my teachers in general, not just the good, but also the bad, because you can't appreciate the good without having the bad. And I've had some, I've been lucky enough to have so many phenomenal teachers. And that was all the motivation that I needed. And then it worked, it just like worked out for you. Yeah, you know, and then I was supposed to do 10th grade English. And then the TV teacher before me, who was my senior year teacher. Oh yeah, because you teach at the high school you went to as a student. That's my my classroom. I mean, since I was, I haven't just been there as a teacher. I've been in that classroom for like 11 years since since I was a freshman. Wow. Yeah, it's, (laughs) that's my baby. Okay, so then, so quarantine happens and you're doing videos. Now, I believe I, you were popping up on my For You page a lot, like before I would say like you exploded, Mm -hmm. like we'll say that because I remember you started and you were very good at doing impressions and voices and characters, but then something happened that like took you from like zero to 60, right? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it was weird. I had one video blow up in April and then it was like a steady climb. What was that? It was, I dressed as Patrick Starr. And I was like, I'm a savage, classy, bougie Patrick. (laughs) And then I came in the frame, like singing the theme song and I did a dumb pose and I was, I had the shorts and the shirt, like a pink shirt and the shorts that he wore. And then I saw what I looked like and I lost my shit laughing. I lost my mind. And then I was just like, ah, post it. And then I got 500,000 views and it was like a slow climb to 30,000 followers over a month. And I was like, all right, I'm the Patrick guy. And then May 14th, I had like six videos in a span of eight days get over a million views. And I was like, okay, mm. that, that's, um, we're no longer a fluke. Around a month later, I would say, maybe not, I don't know. The timelines are all hazy. Um, I annoyed Lizzo into noticing me. And that was the big, wow. <laughs> I sang a stupid run. I was like, hey, Lizzo, it's me. I'm going to do, I'm going to sing a run and you should repeat it. And then I did something stupid, like a dumb run that I heard like in ninth grade, like an old Reggie Watts video. It was just like, just a lot of dumb movements. And she duetted me and just laughed directly in my mouth, like right in my face. She laughed at, and I was thrilled. And I remember the day I found out (laughs) my parents are still not happy with this decision. Um, oh, I can't wait to hear it. The, the moment I found out, I was in uh, my tattoo shop in town. I was getting four tattoos done. I was getting the my Eat the Rich, my Shrimp, my Birds Aren't Real, and then a random followers at on my girl. I did it, and then I heard about that, and I was like, "Well, add a fifth one." So I got Lizzo's signature tattooed on my other thigh. Get it. And then, okay, so then when Lizzo, when, when Lizzo um, did that to you, did you notice like right away your following was just like... I gained 100,000 followers that day, 11 million profile views. I, I distinctly remember the Lizzo. I don't know the date, but I remember Lizzo Day for sure. That's wild. That's wild. Yeah, that was a very... But then you did a really good job. You did a really good job like maintaining the audience and staying positive and doing all these. You do you do videos that make people happy. And like, I know that's your motivation too. But what started to blow my mind is the artwork that people start making for you. Yeah. Of yeah. you. That blows my mind okay, as so well. 
So for those of you who aren't aware, people all over the friggin' world, I'm talking the entire world, whatever type of art they specialize in, they make it of casing. And I'm talking anything. Like I saw a guy make your entire body out of duct tape. Yeah, that was cool. I, I saw, what was your favorite? What have been like your standouts? And how do you feel about this? I am an old woman and I love cross-stitch. I... There's something about there. I was obsessed with the idea of having like a little circular cross stitch thing hung up on my wall um, with like a cardinal. And it just said like, bitches, bitches ain't <laughs> okay. shit. It just said, bitches ain't shit. I wanted that. And I, I'm just obsessed with like crude cross stitches done in a very elegant way. And someone did my stupid little suit and tie dance as a cross stitch that one blew my mind because they had the outfit and everything with all the colors. It was very meticulously done. A lot of them are... Wait, didn't they... They did you in different, like, uh, positions. Yes, they too. did it. So that when they... So when they... You were moving. They, it was like a stop-motion cross-stitch. What? I know. What? It was. That's insane. And then some dude did a big... He does, like, Billie Eilish and Samuel Jackson and, like, big, like, Casey Hamilton. Why am I on the list? That's insane to me. (laughs) Like it was a black tarp and he just painted into, it was one of those like America's Got Talent, like look at what I'm doing and then big reveal. And it was me. There was another person made me like a little Lego figure. I saw that. That one was cool. Okay. The one that blew my mind the most, somebody got you tattooed to their body. Oh man. Which I'm guessing now knowing that you tattooed somebody's TikTok handle onto your body, this might not be as astonishing was, to you. I was absolutely floored. I freaked out. I do edit it and I freaked out. Someone actually got mad at me for that. They Why? said I was being too extra. They were like, I'm tired of you. You you play it up for the camera. But if you knew me, you knew that I'm I'm always very energetic. And I was so thrilled and taken aback and honored and disgusted and mesmerized all at once by my face on this and not only that not only did he get it tattooed on his leg he did it himself he tattooed it himself with his own and it's really good actually (laughs) he's a tattoo artist he tattooed me on him on his own leg that is the most barbarically beautiful thing i've ever seen Okay, the haters drive me nuts. I get them too. And when you tell me that people say that to you, like you're being too extra, but I've seen you talk about it and you and I have personally talked yes. about it too. You're just being yourself. You're doing your own yeah. thing. I get it too. People will tell me, they're like, you're too cynical. Why are you worried about what other people do? I'm like, this is my comedy. Like this, like there are people who are finding this funny. Like if it's not for you, then you don't, you don't have to be right. part of this and that's totally fine. So what is your take? Like, what have you learned from all of that? Um, I've never, <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Some comments kind of get to me, mm-hmm. but I've always been one to, I don't really care what strangers think. I, I, I don't right. care. I don't care what, like even in public, if I do something dumb in public and a stranger sees me, I don't care. I'm not going to see him again. That doesn't really bother me. I've I've learned to just be like, okay, whatever. Bye. Right. If you don't like it, I mean, my motto is you can control what you watch. You can control what you post. And there are 7 billion people on the earth. There are so many little niche 
divisions of comedy that you can find. You don't have to enjoy mine or yours. You, there, there is something out there for you. Go find it. Just leave me alone. <laughs> you honestly, it, like, it took me a long time to come to terms with that. I'm the worst with dealing with that stuff. But recently, two things happen. Comedian Jesus Trejo and I did an interview and he was telling me that like whenever he gets a hater or something like that, he'll just say, love you, man, and leave him a heart. And one person actually wrote him back and was like, hey, I'm coming from a really bad place. I had no business to say that. You have no idea how disarming a heart can be. I wish you the best. You like really don't know where other people are coming. So I'm trying to like stay focused in that mindset of like when people say that shit. There, like, there's something else going on with them that they need to bring someone else down. And I get it. So I've been like trying to do a little bit of that. The other thing that I've been doing is like the power of a block. Like if someone says some shit that I'm not into on my stuff, I'm the bouncer. Like it's, I'm sorry to say, but like, I am the gatekeeper of my page. I own it. Like, and you don't get a second or third chance. Like if you say something and I'm not into it, I can just delete it and block you. And the third thing, which I think you're going to like, I don't say shit back to people unless I can make it funny. I like that. Yes. Right. Cause it's kind of, it kind of like one ups them. It's like, I have the skill and the talent here. Yes. You just are being mean. I I try to kill them with kindness to a degree, but also Mm -hmm. if it's egregious enough that I I call attention to it, I try to maintain a balance of, you know, keep it lighthearted, but also remind people what they should be doing and should not be doing. I don't block people ever. No, I don't block people and I don't delete comments. Oh, talk to me about that. I want you to show your ass. Ooh. I want you to expose yourself. That's exactly what I want you to do because I know what I'm doing. I know I'm not doing anything wrong. Right. I I have been, you know, it's taken a long time for me to get to the positive person where I'm, 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 I'm not going to lie. There were times in my life where I've been an absolute asshole, like working at a movie theater, making $150 every two weeks, having to drive to USF like 30 minutes, three times a day. And then to two other, like having to go to a school an hour away and then go to a school 20 minutes away and then work the weekend for shit money. Yeah. I'm not going to be very friendly. I've been through that. Now I'm the person I definitely should be. And I've always wanted to be, I'm dissolving right now. (laughs) Half my face is leaving. So now that I'm like that positive person that I have always wanted to be, I know that I'm doing good in the world. Like I, I don't like to brag, but I also am the type of person where I, at least in myself, conflate confidence with cockiness. And I'm trying to get over that. I, I'm allowed to be proud of myself and I'm allowed to brag on myself. I've done quite a bit. I've developed my program. I'm putting positivity out into the world. And even something as simple as that does some good. So with hate comments, that sort of thing, I'm, I'm secure enough in myself to know that what I'm doing is correct. I, I wouldn't have exploded like that for no reason i wouldn't have kept the momentum if i wasn't doing something right so yes oh my god some people that are trying to bring me down (laughs) i don't have any time for that you're doing something right or else i wouldn't have gone to four something million yeah i mean i had less than thirty thousand in april right that's that's ridiculous I still can't wrap my brain around that sometimes. You deserve it though. You're making a lot of people happy through humor. And it's, I always say this, like I tell people all the time, because one of the craziest things about being a comedian, I don't think all comedians feel this way, but one of the craziest things about being a comic is that during your meet and greets, I can't tell you how many times after a show, someone has like been choking up and been like, yeah, I lost my 
son or I, you know, I am going through this really hard time because of this or, or I came out to my family and they disowned me. And, and then they say, and your comedy has really gotten me through. And it just cuts me so deep, but it reminds me that laughter truly is the best medicine. And I just like, believe it so hard and like through laughter, you're like, you have like way less college debt than a doctor, yeah. but like you are a doctor of sorts, like the doctor of giggles, you know what I'm doctor giggles. Oh my God. That is the most adorable name. <laughs> but it's true, right? Like, I don't know. Com- comedy makes people let go of all the woes. And that's what I think people need right I now. I can remember vividly. It was a sophomore in high school. It was a really horrible AP exam. Our teacher left halfway through to take a district job and the other teacher like didn't, it was his first year. He didn't know what he had like three different classes to teach. He wasn't too good. So, um, we just didn't know what to do. I was stressed and I remember listening and this is why this person, if I ever meet this person, I will lose my mind. Um, because in terms of stand up, comedy in general, Robin Williams is the biggest inspiration. Mm. This person got me through so much garbage in high school, in college. Patton Oswalt's comedy spoke to me. It still speaks to me. He's one of the funniest people. So one of the most witty individuals. And just that, just his dumb comedy. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't think that it's that important to him, but it absolutely was vital for my survival back then. So you would be amazed at what a little laughter can do. I wouldn't say that this is like haters, but you and I went through this very similarly. One of the things that started happening recently when you were talking about going through the struggle of like wanting to leave teaching and follow your dreams and all of that, uh, I had so many people tagging me in your videos saying, Joe, you walk this path, help this guy yeah. and stuff like that. And I, I read um, a lot of your comments and you and I were getting the same thing where there were so many people who were saying, follow your dream. You're not going to get this opportunity yeah. again. You don't know what's going to happen if you don't seize this moment. We are getting a lot of that. But then there were also people who were like, you have to stay with the kids. Like you became a teacher for a reason. You're such an amazing teacher, which is true. But that like, that was like a really hard thing for yeah. me to kind of balance. And I'm so curious to hear from somebody else who's in this situation too. Like what, what did it do to you? And like, what did, what's your take on those two articles? I was so sad in a lot of those videos because I knew it wasn't because I was grappling with a choice. Um, like, oh God, do I leave? Do I stay? No, I was. I'm, I knew what I was doing. I was taking that leave. Yeah, you I did. Exactly, I was taking that leave. What got me so sad was that, and I remember this, I was on the big road trip about a month and a half ago. And I remember saying to myself, I think I should take a personal leave. And my brain went, no, no, stop it. Cut it out. Wait till you get to see the kids. Wait till you see the kids. Wait till you see the kids. Wait till you get to see the kids. The kids will make it all better. And then I see the kids and the anxiety doesn't go away. So that, that moment I was like, damn, I'm leaving. And then I was like, what, what I, what, what I really was trying to come to terms with was suck for those kids. It's going to be hard on those kids. And I had a lot, I had a few of them in particular that I was like, I know it's going to be hard on them. I know it. I know it's going to crush them. But then when I told them, I first told them that I was taking a leave. Didn't tell them when. I didn't even know when that day. I figured out the day, the next day. And they were like, you know, a little shocked, but they saw it coming. 
because they had mm-hmm. seen, they've been watching my videos this summer. They've been following yeah. me. They've yeah. been in the group chat saying like, you know, you're 3 million, 3.1, 3.2. They've been, they've been just as excited, if not more excited than me. So somebody asked, you know, why are you leaving? And I was like, come on. And all the stuff that's happening, it's, it would be foolish of me not to do it. And I, so many, all of my kids said, if we were presented with this opportunity in a heartbeat, you would say, get out and go leave. So why is it any different for you? I'm going to cry. Yeah. I mean, I got, I'm going to cry too. I got so many text messages, especially the day that I left of kids being like, and I had a few that were like, this sucks. It hurts. Get out, go. You're going to make us much more proud out there than you are in here. Right. And they should be, they should have been selfish. They should have been selfish little high school kids saying, no, we want our favorite teacher to stay, but they didn't. And that just makes me like throughout all of this, no matter where I go, I'm always going to remember where I come from. That is why I'm not, Mm. I I don't ever, I never want to get a big head, but I don't think I ever will because I'm always going to have that energy. Do it for them. And even my coworkers, I thought my coworkers would be pissed about it, but that's also the weird thing about teaching at your old high school. A lot of my coworkers knew me as a child. My principal was my principal as a seventh grader. And then Mm -hmm. she became my boss. And I thought that she was going to be pissed about it because, you know, you have to fill in this vacancy and TV is a hard vacancy to fill. And I've brought in all this new equipment and who knows how to use it. And the show's been run a certain way. And all of my coworkers and especially my principal were like, Hey, it's going to suck, but do it. This is what you were supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that blindsided me even more than the kids. Honestly. Right. Like my principal was like, you know, it's going to suck. We're, we're going to hate to see you leave, but you have to do what's best for you. You have to do what's best for your mental health and you have to do, you know, you have to chase this opportunity. And I was, I couldn't agree I was more. like, what you all should be. And it made it so hard to leave. They played suit and tie on the intercom. I saw that. School. I saw that. That's crazy. If they were assholes. It would be easy to be like, okay, later. Bye. But right. no. They were unbelievably supportive. And the other thing it does too, I don't know if anyone said this to you directly, but I had elementary kids, so they didn't react like that. I think they might've felt like that, but they didn't react like that because I don't think they right. They weren't like at that maturity. But one of, one of the reasons that I kept telling myself is like, regardless of what other people say about me leaving the classroom, I spent 10 years of my life telling little kids to chase their dreams, to follow their dreams, to let nothing get in the way, to do whatever it takes to do that one thing that you're meant to do. And if it makes you happy, do it. And like, here I am like given Mm -hmm. this snack, this global platform and opportunity, like, am I, am I going to be a hypocrite and not seize it? Or am I going to seize it? And then 10 years worth of students are going to be able to grow up saying, my teacher had this goal and he did it. I watched him. Like I was there with them. The one thing that happened to me too, is my boss, when I I was kind of going through the same thing, I was like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And my boss said, she's like, honestly, Joe, like, um, do I think you're a good teacher? Yeah, I think you're good. 
I think you could be great, but I think you're good. Do I think you're a great comic? Well, I've never seen your comedy, but I'm sure you're good. I don't know if you're great yet, but I'm sure you're good. What I'm saying is, is you can't be great when you're splitting your time mm-hmm. between two things. And one of these things you can always have. And one of these things you'll never know if you don't yes. take yes. it. So I was like, I'd rather try for the next however many look at you now. and see look at you now. You're just like at the beginning of that journey. It's going to be the same thing. What? What am I? What am I? Are you serious? People have been filming this. Have I been on camera? Have have (laughs) people been watching me? Oh my God. You stop. Okay. Okay. I have, I have, um, I have a question and then I have a quick game we're going to play before we wrap. So my question is like, if you were to say like with all of this, you want one thing, or you want one thing to happen? Like, what is the thing? I want to be the Robin Williams for the TikTok generation. There it is. Get it. There it is. There Get it. it. That's I, awesome. His level of improv acumen, his pioneering work in the realm of voice acting. I mean, celebrities were not attached to animated movies until Robin Williams was the genie. And he was the genie. And his stand-up, especially his raunchy stand-up, hilarious. He's talented in that degree. He's a talented singer. I mean, I, I have always been, I mean, not to, I, I hate to brag, but I've always been multi-talented in these different facets, but I've never known where to direct that energy. And I guess I just have to direct it to every, every part of that. And I, we don't have a Robin Williams figure since Robin Williams left, I guess, until now. There it is. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I know you can do it. That's the long term. I'm watching you do yes. it right now, and I know you can do Short it. Short term, um, start a podcast, start working on Patreon, start posting YouTube videos, get a CPA, start an LLC, start finding representation somewhere. I'm, a lot of things are bubbling up, but I've... Well, I'll, I'll be a guest for yes. you. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Okay. Uh, I put together a little game, and this game is called The Many Sides of Casey yes. Hamilton. Okay. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask you a question. Well, before I ask you the question, let me describe this to you as a teacher, okay? I'm going to ask you a question and you're going to answer it as any one of your character voices, okay? And you're going to answer it like how that character will answer it and say what they say. I'm putting your like improv and voiceover work to the test right now. But like before I ask you the question, I'll ask you like, who is this? Who are you going to do? And then I'll ask you, I'll be like, okay. And then I'll ask you a question. Okay. okay. Are you willing to play with me? Yes. Okay. Welcome to the many sides of Casey Hamilton. Whoa. Casey, thank you so much for coming on my impromptu game show today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. You're welcome. So who is the first character that you're going to give us? Uh, the first character that I'm going to give you is a classic. It's going to be Plankton. From SpongeBob SquarePants. Yes. Okay. Um, Plankton, if you're going to go into the Krusty Krab, what would your like go-to everyday order be? Well, of course. I mean, you have to order a Krabby Patty if you're trying to get the formula. But if I wasn't trying to get the formula, I think I would just order a kelp shake. Kelp shake is good. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> Who are you? Oh, my God. Casey, that was amazing. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Can't get my composure. Okay, who is character two that you're going to be doing for us today? Uh, this is going to be an original character that I have. <laughs> he's a little kid that I hate. I don't have a name for him yet. Maybe we can figure that out. But he's just like a, 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 a little a stupid little kid. You know those kids? Oh, yeah. I spent so many years with them. I know those You'll kids. know. You'll know. Okay. Little kid. 
Your teacher tells you it's arts and crafts time. What is your go-to medium to design your art? When I put, because when my favorite, because we have Miss Miss Gala's my favorite art teacher, and because Miss Gala gives us, she gives us the the clay the clay dough, the clay to play with. We put, but I like to use the watercolor paint because I get to use the big cup. The big cup to dip your brush in. <laughs> oh, God. You literally just sent me into PTSD. It's awful. I hate it. It's terrible. Okay, let's do one more. Who's this? Who's the next character going to be? Mr. Krabs. Oh, my God. We're going back to SpongeBob. Oh, yeah, land. we have to. Okay. Mr. Krabs, out of all the employees you've ever hired at the Krusty Krab, who would you say is your favorite and why? Well, Mr. D, I tell you, my favorite employee I've ever hired is most likely me. SpongeBob, me Bob's a great employee, makes a lot of money. Squidward could do a little, could do a little more. But my favorite is definitely me. Okay, so you're gonna move to LA. We're gonna be roommates. <laughs> <laughs> this is I, would gonna I would love it. That would be insane. Casey, thank you so much for coming out on the Social Studies podcast. Okay, what do you have in store? Where can people find you? Where can they go to consume more, Casey? Hi everyone. How are you? It was nice to see you today. It was nice to talk with you. You can find me on TikTok at Mr. Hamilton. You can also find me on Instagram at chsteakhouse. We also have a podcast coming in the works called A Slice of Ham. It should be up within the next couple of weeks. That's all. That's all I can think of. A, you can also, find me, on, of you can also find me on MySpace. Wait, shut up. Is that serious? Yes, it's on my link tree. You can find me on MySpace. <laughs> I'm literally going near MySpace as soon as you up. Anything else we missed? I don't think so, no. That's awesome. Keezy, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't leave me yet. Don't leave me yet. Don't leave me yet. I have a question. I have a favor. I got to ask you. Podcast is growing. It's really starting to grow. The biggest way it's going is through word of mouth. I know you guys are liking what you're listening to because we're growing by the thousands per week. Do me a favor. Take a screenshot of this episode or your favorite episode, whatever episode. Put it in your Instagram story. Tag me. This week, I'll repost every single one that I see. Write a nice something on your Instagram story when you put that on your story and you tag me and I will repost it. That way we'll get the word out to more people, more friends, more family, whoever it is. We want to bring in more listeners into our little social studies world. I thank you so much for getting the word out there. I love you guys so much and we'll see you next week. Bye, babe. Try to catch me howling at the Oh, and uh, don't forget, the super sale's still going on in the merch store. All lowercase, no space. The words back to school for 50% off your entire order in the merch shop at MrDTimes3.com. Love you. Bye. Ezra in the intro, I think I forgot to tell them where to go for the promo. So I'm just going to re-record that part and hopefully you can make it fit. I'll do a short one. So maybe you can just use this short little bit and use what we already have. And then I'll do a long one just to redo that whole section. Here we go.
you guys last night for the show also uh, for the guests, the audience members who were in the show, I did a super sale for the merch, for my merch, a super sale. Uh, it was only for the people who came to the show, but uh, since you're my loyal podcast listeners, I'll let you guys in on that too. Listen up. Shop MrDtimes3.com. If you go in there right now and use the promo code back to school, all lowercase, no space, back to school, 50% off your entire order. That's everything. Everything in the store, 50% off, including shush fans. That's right. You know the shush fans. They're going like crazy. Get your 50% off. Hey, get two 50% off. Whatever you want. Promo code back to school, all lowercase, no space, at shopmrdtimes3.com.